What's good, guys? We back at it again with another video. As you can see from the title today, we have another episode of Convos with BT. As I know, at the last video, which was the workout with Dez from back in high school, you know, I did take a little bit of a break from the platform. Like I said in that video, I've been going for two years straight, so I figured it was okay to take a little bit of a break just to recharge the battery. But as you guys can see, we're back now. Like I said, today we got a combo video. Let's jump right into it. First thing that I want to talk to you guys about is actually a post that I put up not long after Team USA ended up losing in the World Cup is this post right here. And basically what I was saying was at the grassroots level in America, as it pertains to basketball, a certain set of things are prioritized while internationally for younger players, another set of things are prioritized. And what we're starting to see is when those international players with NBA level talent come to the NBA to the highest of levels, we have recent MVPs, we have recent championship winners that are international players. They're not homegrown players. And basically what I was trying to let everyone know is what you're seeing now at some point might become the norm if we don't start to change. In 1992, Team USA, the dream team, the first year that professional players were allowed to play Olympic basketball, they went overseas. And what happened? The NBA became globalized, basketball became globalized, right? So at that point, we not only had an athletic advantage, but we also had a training advantage in terms of basketball was a big sport in America, while in other countries, it wasn't as big. Now fast forward basically 30 years later, and what we're starting to see is we might have that athletic advantage that we used to have in the past. We still have that, I will say that, but in terms of training, in terms of fundamentals, in terms of an actual foundation of learning basketball, all of a sudden, it's starting to become lopsided. And what we're starting to see is, like I said, if a player that has NBA level athleticism and the craziest part about it is we're starting to see players that don't have NBA level athleticism, Luka, Jokic, still come over here and dominate. Why? It's because now all of a sudden international players are coming over and they understand basketball more. They understand fundamentals. They have a higher basketball IQ. They actually understand how to star in their role. They're not out here trying to get on highlights, get on mixtapes, do all that. Why? Because they grew up playing fundamental basketball. And this is something that I think as an American basketball community, there needs to be some tweaks, some changes being made because nowadays we have all of our kids watching social media, right? They're watching a lot of players dunking all the time. They're watching a lot of players doing crossovers and the step backs, doing all these crazy moves, right? While players overseas are learning jump stops, pivots, how to cut off ball, how to actually play defense. And again, when these players end up coming over here, all of a sudden we realize that we're not as dominant anymore. And like kids don't even understand. UCLA has four international basketball scholarship players this year, four of them. I've seen multiple division one programs that have international scholarship players and the numbers are only gonna get higher because now we have NIL. Now as an international basketball player, I can come to the United States, get paid for NIL, and I get all the exposure because, you know, all the cameras, everything are in America. So I'm going to get all the exposure. But why would I not come to America and take advantage of that opportunity? This is what kids don't understand. I talk about it a lot on the channel. What? Oh, you're going against a lot of high school kids, prep school kids, JUCO kids. Now you're really going against kids from other countries. So you have to understand now that we have to learn fundamentals from an early age. We need to stop focusing on social media and we need to start teaching more of actual fundamental basketball, especially if we want to compete and dominate in the future because we got players like Giannis coming over here. Again, I already mentioned Luka and Jokic and they aren't even freak athletes and they're dominating. We got Wembenyama, seven foot three coming over here with skill. Like I said in the beginning, one of the biggest advantages that the United States had on the rest of the world 
was size, freakish athleticism, physicality, right? Especially back in 1992 when, you know, the world hadn't seen Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, a lot of these all-time great players. Nowadays, we're starting to lose a little bit in terms of that physicality. In terms of size, these players are starting to come over here and they can match us in size. In terms of athleticism, like I said, we still have that edge, but Giannis is pretty athletic. Wembenyama can move pretty well. These players are starting to come over here. This is why I'm saying as an American basketball community, we gotta make some changes or in the future, it might be scary. That leads me into my next point. We talked about changes that needs to be made and some of the differences between United States and international basketball. I talked about it a little bit, social media, right? In the United States of America, our kids are shown a lot of dunks. Our kids are shown a lot of ball handling, step backs, ISO basketball, right? And rightfully so, you kind of can't even get mad because at the highest level in America, the NBA, and like a lot of people say, the highest level in the world, right? The NBA, that's what it's supposed to be. Remember guys, I went to the Knicks-Lakers game and I literally left right after the game and said, no, it is honest what they say. Like a lot of the NBA is, let me find the weakest matchup and we're just gonna ISO and let me get my game off because a lot of players are that talented and are high level shot makers so they can make any shot you want, right? But that isn't translatable to lower levels. So what our kids are watching, what our kids are glorifying is all the highlight plays. They're not glorifying a jump stop, a back cut. Let me actually go screen for this man. When I'm off the ball, let me not just stare at him. Let me go cut. Let me go do something to actually help our offense, to help our spacing. You know, we're not learning any of that from an early age. While overseas, you know, they might see, they might see the social media but they are learning fundamentals. And I wanna take this a bit further, right? One of the biggest issues we've seen and what people have been talking about is American players don't go outside anymore. Everybody wants to get into a gym. Everybody needs a trainer, right? Which means what? A lot of kids aren't playing pickup. A lot of kids aren't going outside and playing five on five, right? While overseas, guess what? Basketball isn't as big as a sport, which means what? There aren't actual air conditioned gyms everywhere, which means what? A lot of international players are outside playing five on five, playing physical basketball, learning how to play without the ball, which is why you're starting to see there's starting to be a disconnect. Our players aren't playing outside. They want a trainer in the gym. They want a rebounder. Those kids overseas, we're seeing it more with social media out there. Rims might not have a net. The courts definitely aren't as nice as they are over here. So guess what? Those players over there are way hungrier than some American players. Now, I'm telling you guys, I'm not sure what exactly needs to be done. I'm trying to do my part by letting enough players know that, okay, that social media, what you see, it's not realistic. What you're seeing on social media is not gonna get you a scholarship. It's not gonna make you a pro. What's gonna make you a pro is understanding what your role is, getting into the gym day after day after day, consistently and getting better. What's gonna make you a pro is being able to make all the effort plays, getting every rebound, rebounding outside of your area, getting loose balls, actually competing on the defensive end, bigs actually hedging ball screens and challenging shots at the rim guards getting over ball screens being able to guard one-on-one -on -one. all these different things that's what's going to make you a pro being able to stand in a corner and shoot 40 percent from three that's what's going to make you a pro having high character no off the court issues that's what's going to make you a pro actually going to school and doing your schoolwork so you're eligible to play that's what's going to make you a pro stretching every day taking care of your body that's what's gonna make you a pro. Making sure you're eating the right things, going to sleep at the right time. That's what's gonna make you a pro. I'm telling you guys, it's not the Instagram followers that makes a pro, I promise you, I promise you. It's not the money in your account that makes the pro. I promise you, I promise you. It's the fundamental things, the little things, things that everyone else doesn't wanna do, the things that people feel like they don't have to. Those are the things that make you a pro.